0: To shoot David Beckham. Oh, goodness me! May- Awful long time, and now they're stretched on the back. The US have numbers. Altidor squares it. Dempsey's missed it.
1: Donovan hasn't. From hope, there is glory. It's London Donovan.
0: This is Sunday League's Finest Podcast with David and Obi. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Sunday League's Finest. I'm Obi Hernandez your co-host. David, what's up y'all? What's up? Um, I'm, I'm having little David withdrawals, you know. He, he left back to Georgia last week and I'm pretty sad about that.
1: Yeah, man, I miss you too, dude. I cry every night.
0: (laughs) True, true. Wow, everybody, let's get it right into this. David,
1: any results session? Um, uh, not. I mean, uh, I think we're gonna go into this a little bit later, but uh, back to back home games to some controversy. We'll we'll go into uh, greater detail on the whole VAR thing that. I'm sure you're pissed, but I've been being pissed for multiple now.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh well,
1: I mean, sh- yesterday
0: was LAFC's opener against Seattle Sounders. Um, looked like a crazy good atmosphere. Uh, LAFC ended up winning or nothing. It was but
1: to be honest, do you think they deserve the win? Uh, I mean, for I, I, it was kind of late over here, so I kind of watched the first half, and it was, it was pretty much uh fifty-fifty in my opinion. I don't know what you thought, so it was really anybody's game. But uh, what, what they scored in the ninetieth minute maybe a little even more than. That. It was
0: it was something really late. Um, but it was a goalkeeper mistake, Stephen Fry. You know, uh, usually solid goalkeeper made a little mental lapse, I guess you can say. Our cousin Michael believes that it it was due to him. <laughs>
1: Dude, I don't know what it is, but LAFC has some good luck on their side. That, you know, and, you know, sometimes what, what do they say, that luck is better than skill? Um, yeah. But I feel they've been getting a lot of uh, results go their way that you don't think they would be able to pull for an expansion team. Now, they've had their uh, their beatdowns to Atlanta United and, you know, LAFC, that, that big game. But, I mean, they're sitting pretty, what are they, like in second or third in the West?
0: Something like that, I mean, to be honest they they did really well on the road, um you know, opening up what six seven games on the road. Um, they did remarkably well, and uh, now with their l a f c stadium their new stadium, I think you know I think they maybe uh, if they continue like this they're they 'll qualify for playoffs
1: yeah that, i
0: mean it looked like a really nice
1: stadium, uh good atmosphere, uh, the only thing that kind of sucked just from the broadcast um. It wasn't it. It wasn't as loud as uh, it should have been. I, I heard it was louder in the stadium. Um, the broadcast. I think ESPN does a better job of getting that sound, so you can really feel the atmosphere on TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw one picture on Twitter. That, uh, thanks to Eric,
0: that sent it to us. You know, what do you think about that view from one of the the seats? that I mean, you couldn't even see like sixty percent of the field.
1: Yeah, and I wonder if that's just common throughout stadiums and that people kind of just don't talk about it. Because, I mean, I would think they build their stadium just like any other soccer stadium. I'm sure like, whoever were the engineers built other soccer stadiums. So I think it's just kind of part of it. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't – like you said, maybe other other stadiums just ignore it. But, I mean, you would think – I mean, it is a possibility that the engine, the architecture,
1: you know, or whoever designed the building messed uh, up. For for those of you that don't know, it's, it's like the guy's view is blocked. He sees like sixty percent of the field, but forty percent he can't see. Apparently, they're the very last seats, and I would think it's probably ten to twenty people that probably have to deal with that, which could probably be pretty annoying, especially with how much the ticket prices were for that game.
0: Yeah, dude, that was ridiculous price i would never pay that much no nah, no way well not man. for not for not for a, not for a lafc game uh um, F- probably F- you know
1: maybe mls cup but yeah
0: maybe mls cup but i mean if i was in england i pay that but you get you get what i'm
1: saying yeah yeah but man uh kudos to lafc uh another soccer specific stadium but to go to another non-soccer specific stadium atlanta united got the job done i was watching the game with my dad and uh it was a frustrating game because uh, uh, Montreal took a page out of Jose Mourinho's book and parked the freaking bus. <laughs> it was um, they got an early goal, which is always tough on a team um, that that is trying to win the game, and the other team just parked the bus. So after that first goal, I mean, everybody was eleven uh, people, eleven players behind the ball. I think at one point. It was 75% possession to 25% possession, which is, pr- is pretty ridiculous. 11, it's not like they lost uh, They were a man down. Uh, yeah. Montreal, they have, uh, ugly game. That's what is, is expected. So it was 70th minute, 1-0 to Montreal. We finally get a break on a penalty. Once uh, Almiron puts that in, the damn breaks. Atlanta, 4-1, finish the game. And then Kevin Kratz, who came on. Well, it's not Kevin. It's something Kratz. Came on, I think he came on, like, this the 75th minute or 80th minute. Two goals and three kicks. Even Jovinko would be proud of. Uh, <laughs> but still got it down, done. So they looked really good. Um, definitely going to be top contenders in the East.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, that guy, doesn't. I don't even know who it was, uh, Kratz. And then all of a sudden making headlines. Everyone's comparing his three kicks to Jovinko. Dude. So, the, are you telling me maybe Jovinko has some competition
1: on his hands for the free uh, kick record? But he, he's not going to see the playing time um, that Jovinko is going um, yeah. Yeah. And, and to see. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, Atlanta would have wasn't first for, uh, for a day until New York FC played, and they ended up winning, too. So, New York FC is just uh, – I don't know how many games they are on D and I know Atlanta was at seven. So, New York, Atlanta, and I don't know Sporting KC won this weekend or if they played. But those teams are really rocking and rolling right now, really in good form.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, the dreaded VAR, David, let's talk about it. Uh, Galaxy was robbed this, this past weekend. I'm so mad about it. It could literally break their season, you know. Like, they've been up and down. Um, so far, you know, starting this MLS season, they've been up and down, had some injuries here and there. And then finally, when it looks like, you know, going down 2-0, come back 2-2. And then when they score the third goal, called offside, and then they get a penalty uh, called against them that wasn't, that came off his back. It it could literally break, you know, break their backbone and it could set us up for an awful rest of the season. Um,
1: yeah, and I watched the highlights, so they didn't really focus too much on the VAR call, which I think they should have. Uh, but here's the thing that really irritates me: is what is the point uh, of VAR? The point of VAR is to not have these uh, game-changing decisions that are, are very impactful, like you know goals that went in that weren't called, um, uh, uh, even penalties uh maybe a mistaken identity for a red card um so the, the big selling point important VAR is that we need to get it right so games aren't being decided um and the and the games you know being played fair and honest but now it seems like VAR is causing more game changing decisions than there was before Do you Yeah it
0: seems, yeah it seems like every week there's a discussion of VAR
1: and, and the thing is it's not simply about saying you know was it a right VAR call or not the really big sticking point is they're not being consistent in when they are using it and when they are not. Because you can have the same play happen on one side of the field. The ref, ref decides to be our look at it. And the same thing could happen on this society. And for some reason, he doesn't review it. So I don't know if the guy in his ear is saying, like, oh, this one's pretty good dry don't review it or what? But until we know what to expect from all the refs and all the fans, I think we need to cut it off for a while until they get this thing handed out.
0: Yeah, no, I agree, dude. I just I just want it gone. Um, I could care less about VAR. I, I said it from the beginning. I want it gone. I never wanted it. And, I mean, it's supposed to clear up uh, controversy, but it's creating more controversy. Exactly.
1: Making it way worse. And, and just, just to give you guys, if you didn't watch the LAFC game, I saw the highlights. So, uh, the ball is about half-field. Uh, I forgot who the player is, but he makes a, a, a through ball to Gio, and Gio is in an offside position. He dribbles all the way down the field, uh, crosses the ball. To oh, Ola Kamara. So Ola Kamara. I mean, the whole thing. I mean, the, the offside is so far back. To review it is just plain stupid. And, I mean, by the time they get the, the call uh, made and they reverse the goal, it's what, like seven, eight minutes later after it happened?
0: It, it was, yeah, it was a long time after. Everyone's celebrating in the stadium. The stadium does their usual, uh, you know, um, firework. they Usual things, you know, the whole thank you, you're welcome by the announcer, and then they call it back. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's 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 that doesn't make sense. Here's the thing: uh I don't care about offsides, honestly. When it comes to using VRB. I'm okay with if a player is offsides and he scores a goal and the ref doesn't call it, I'm okay with that standing. It's a if he's wrong, he's wrong. It's not a big deal. Um but to, to be reviewing it this often for especially an off that happens so far down the field of the draft, clearly analyzing and not see, then what do we need you guys for? You guys should just not be there. We'll have a a robot making calls. I mean, what's the point of having a ref, man?
0: Yeah, yeah. I know. That's what I liked about um the sport of soccer, so that it was I do I know it sucks when it goes against you, like, you know, for Galaxy, the the offside call on slatanimo Obrimovich, but I kind of like the human error, you know?
1: I I do too. And uh, for me, I think VAR is messing up the game. Um, Now, obviously, I'm not going to stop watching MLS because of it. Uh, But, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens at the World Cup because they better have everything straightened out because if if a big uh, country is knocked out because of a VAR call, I mean, there's going to be hell to pay.
0: Definitely do definitely. And not only that, I mean the EPL voted against using it. There's a couple leagues I think in um Europe somewhere that are using it, but the EPL voted against it. And I just I don't know, dude. You it's like the Galaxy uh the uh, the PK call that was called against Galaxy, you clearly see in the replay that it hits off his back. Even if you look at his jersey, there's a mark. Where the the ball hit him, yeah. and you're telling me they didn't, they even the ref didn't go over to the screen to look at it to VAR.
1: Yeah, and so, I don't understand because it's a penalty. Like that, you called it. The ball's already stopped. It's not like you're stopping a game to to to, to review it. it uh, the ball's already stopped. It would literally take you thirty seconds to go look and make the right decision. Though again, it goes back to being consistent.
0: Yeah, dude. I don't know. Just pissing me off. But anyways, I kind of, uh, you know, I was able to relax over uh, Sunday and all day today. So I kind of, uh, I don't want to get my uh, blood uh, boiled again over that situation that happened on the weekend, David. So yeah. uh, you, you want to move on to the UEFA Champions League?
1: Well, uh, or you want to do UEFA or uh, CONCACAF?
0: Ah, let's do Concacaf first.
1: Well, actually, let's do UEFA because I mean, there's not much to talk about that one. I have more you know, detail. Want to go into the Concacaf? So let's do the UEFA Champions League preview and review, I guess. Um, right. so we've got uh tomorrow Real Madrid versus Bayern Munich. Yeah, and I mean
0: uh, Real Madrid took the away the away uh, two to one, so they're they have two away goals going back home. Do you think Bayern yeah. Munich can pull it off? No,
1: Bayern would need to score two goals without uh, uh, without Real scoring. Well, one would send it to extra time, I guess. Yeah, uh, I don't see it happening. How about you?
0: Um, highly unlikely, but we saw Juventus do it again. They were at home, but I think I think it could happen. Bayern Munich has the players that are capable of doing it. Um, you know, in the first leg, Robin came out injured. Very early on, as well as a uh, boa thing, so they had to make two early subs. So I think they're capable of doing it.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I give them about a ten percent chance. Hey, that's a that's a good enough chance in the sport yeah. of soccer, then. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, and the other leg, Roma versus Liverpool. Liverpool five two, going to Roma on Wednesday. Uh, do you think give them a chance?
1: Well, see, even though, you know, the, the goal differential is so much higher, that one is more likely than Bayern just because uh, Liverpool had it at 5-0. Um, and then they kind of let Roma get back into it by allowing two goals in the last 10 minutes. And not only that, two precious away goals. So we saw what Roma did to uh, Barcelona. So it's, it's plausible. Uh, that one, I still have Liverpool going through, but I give it more of a chance than Bayern coming back with that um a
0: yeah, that's true, that's true. Uh, but, you know what, I'm pulling for the underdogs here. Roma, I want them to go through. But even if Liverpool goes through, I'll be cheering for them as well because they're two teams that typically you don't see at these stages.
1: Yes, Yeah, so I had a, I had a Liverpool-Real final and Real taking it. Didn't you have Liverpool and Bayern? Uh, yeah, I had Liverpool and Bayern.
0: But yeah. I'm kind of wanting Roma faster. pass through.
1: Yeah, but, so you, who would you have winning?
0: Uh, if it's Liverpool and Bayern, I would say Liverpool.
1: You had said it before, did you say Liverpool would win the whole thing?
0: Yeah, that's right, that's what I just said, if Liverpool and Bayern, I would say Liverpool. I got you, so if you were saying Roma, you would say uh, Roma or Bayern? Uh, it, It depends, if Bayern does go through, I give it to Roma, if it's versus Madrid, I think Madrid will capitalize
1: against Roma. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. We'll see what the results are. Uh, either way, I think they'll, they'll all be uh, good games. I mean, the Champions League has been really solid with the games this
0: this, this year. Yeah, definitely, definitely. A lot of upsets. And even, well, a lot of upsets. And even the, you know, the the North American brothers over here had a pretty exciting Champions League as well.
1: Yeah, but guess what? It all ended in the same way, so it's kind of sad. yeah but Toronto Dude. losing to Chivas for the Guadalajara in the finales. So, yeah, uh,
0: Michael Bradley was still
1: looking for that ball that he kicked over. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, there's something to say. I think Bradley and Altidore, when you come to penalties, I, I knew Bradley was going to miss it as soon as he stepped up. I almost think, now this is a uh, conspiracy theory. I almost think, Outdoor wanted to get subbed out so he wouldn't participate in the penalties. Um, so, oh. I, I, I think they're really bad PK in the moment type players. Uh, obviously, there's good pass players. And Bradley, aside from the PK miss, he had himself a game. I mean, he was everywhere. Uh, he had a great game, man, as a center back. Yeah, and that was really smart uh, uh, for uh, Greg Vanny to play him there because uh, did you see they? Uh, Toronto had like three of their defenders um, injured. They pretty much had their outside backs playing center backs.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. And I mean, it was a good move by um, uh, Greg Vanier, and then Michael Bradley was able to pull
1: it off. Yeah, and uh, you know what? I, I I I think I predicted that this result, even though I thought it was going to be really hard for Toronto FC to do it, especially because Chivas scored in what like the fifth minute.
0: Yeah, pretty early on. I, almost, I I was about to turn off the TV. I thought it was done.
1: But uh, kudos to Toronto. After, the, after that first goal, uh, I mean, they really pressed it. There were chances on both sides, and Toronto came. Ended Ooh. the half 2-1 up. And the thing that really bothered me is they pretty much came in in the second half with the mentality of parking the bus. Because after that awesome first half, they literally had, like, maybe one or two opportunities on goal, and Chivas was just... Pounding at the at, at um, what's his name Bono? Yeah, they were just pounding at the goal, and at any time a, a goal could have came in, so I don't know why they changed their tactics or mentality. If they, I think, if they would have came out and played like they did in the first half, I think they would have won it, and they didn't have to go to over. To, I mean, to penalties.
0: And uh, yeah, true,
1: but that brings up the second thing, dude. Why straight PKs in a championship game? <sighs> you know, I think the uh, the rationale behind. Uh, Concacaf doing that is because they want to make it exciting, and that's kind of why the format changed too, where they went straight into uh, knockouts, knockout instead of doing the whole group stage. So I think that was their mentality behind it. But I think when you once you get to the championship, especially when it's a, a MLS versus Liga MX, everybody's already hooked. Everybody's yeah. You don't need to attract anybody else. So yeah, the time people are gonna watch it. Uh, you know, you can make it a reasonable time so people on the East Coast like me don't get fucked and having to stay up <laughs> super late to watch it. That's um, your
0: fault, dude. Move to yeah. a better coast.
1: Yeah, although with the way Toronto ended that second half, I think if it went to extra time, that Chivas would have won it. Um, but regardless, like, you don't want to see a, a game that good. decided. Well, to- I
0: don't know, dude, because the, like, cu- the last couple of minutes, Toronto started attacking and had- uh, del but Mark Delgado
1: missed a yeah. wide open chance. He went. Uh, he went. Chris Wondolowski on us, apparently, but, dude. But yeah, I mean, they had a ch- they had a chance to win it right there. Um, so maybe that was a strategy for Toronto. It was a really risky strategy because Chivas had so many chances, and I mean, they they hit the cro- they hit the post too. Uh, I think before that, like yeah, the very risky uh, strategy. Um, but at the end, Chivas won it. So good for them. Um, I think it's a huge missed opportunity for MLS and Toronto. Because, I mean, look at Toronto, man. They beat um, Tigres, who was playing really well this year. They beat America, one of the most historical clubs. And then they almost, I mean, they beat Chivas there in, in Mexico, which is a big feat, but they lost yeah. the, the aggregate. But if they would have been Chivas, they literally would have beat the top dogs in Liga and Yeah,
0: Yeah, they, they literally did. They went down and they... They played a great tournament. Unfortunately, like we said, this you know, same result. Uh, Jorge Ramos from uh, ESPN Deportes said, um, "You know, the best team didn't win the game."
1: It's true, but when it comes to tournament tournament soccer, it's not yeah. about the best team. It's about the best team right now. In that, yeah, map. that's how it's Gallagher crazy. Half of their half of their trophies. <laughs> hey,
0: shut up! We still <laughs> won, dude. We're still it's, champions. At the end of the day, who's champions?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the same thing. If you have, uh let's say, like a, a, a like a a whole season that determines the World Cup, you'd have. I bet you England would probably have a couple by now. But you have this. Term. Guatemala would have some. Uh, well, yeah, right.
0: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, England always does well. Like they qualify so easily for the World Cup every year, but then they always have crazy things where they get knocked out of the group stages uh get knocked out of the, in the round of the 16 if they make it there uh even the year spain won the world cup i think they scored like six goals to win the whole damn tournament so it's all about yeah. performing in a sore span amount of games and um i mean toronto has done both because uh, last year they won the support shield and they won the mls cup so they did both they had like literally the best team you could think about they were i think they were the best team in this whole tournament uh, they just didn't. They just didn't show up when they needed to.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, New York started scoring goals against Galaxy. I don't know why they couldn't do it versus Chivas, dude.
1: Yeah, and that's no. That's no knock on Chivas because I mean Chivas uh, played well too. They played a lot better.
0: Oh yeah, they played yeah. better in the final, and well, I mean they had to, dude. They had to save their yeah, season. They they're not for. doing it. But, Yeah, they're not doing anything in the Liga MX, so they had to show something.
1: It's pretty much what Arsenal's doing in the Europa League right now.
0: Yeah, but I don't think they... You think they win it?
1: Uh, Well, they had a good opportunity last week. They were playing uh, Atletico Madrid at home. Uh, had uh, One of the players got a red card on uh, Madrid. Yeah. And I think they just ended up tying at home
0: 1-1. Yeah, dude. Uh, but Atletico Madrid's keeper stood on his head, dude. He had a game.
1: Yeah, maybe you can get some pointers.
0: <laughs> I got it. What do you think taught him, dude?
1: Think what? Taught- Who do you
0: think taught that, that keeper?
1: Uh, you know, I do some goalkeeping on my when I got some spare time. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, okay, Abner. <laughs> yeah. All right, but so let me ask you Is the Toronto losing to Chivas, is it a failure or was it a success for MLS?
0: A failure because we've been there before.
1: I agree. I think it's a failure, a missed opportunity. I will say, though, the one silver lining is that Toronto FC has showed MLS and Liga Emekis that uh, MLS club can win. His clubs, you kind of knew going into the games that they were most. I mean, Chivas was underdog. Toronto FC was a favorite to win it.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean. Overall, the entire tournament, I say it was a success for MLS, but in the final,
1: it was a failure. Because
0: overall, we, I would say MLS teams outperformed
1: Liga Mekis teams. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think Seattle got knocked out pretty early because it went to four, four, uh, four Liga Mekis clubs and three MLS clubs. Now, I don't know if Toronto got the. I don't know if they got the MLS spot or the Canadian spot, so I'm not sure. I
0: think, they, I think they originally took the MLS spot,
1: but then that opened up an extra one. Yeah, because I didn't see Mon- – did Montreal get just knocked out early? They might have just got knocked
0: out. No. Early. No, they weren't knocked out early, but we had four teams, didn't
1: we? Yeah, but the thing is we have we get four, and then there's a Canadian championship between uh, Toronto Montreal and Edmonton, and so since Toronto would have had two spots because they always win that tournament, uh, they have to give up one of them. So I Well, I Toronto took
0: did. like Toronto took three spots. They won the um, yep. the supporter shield. They won the yep. Ch- uh, the regular MLS Cup, and, and the- then they won Toronto.
1: Yeah, so they, that's why it usually goes to the next the next one up. Um, so that's why I'm not sure. So technically, like MLS gets five spots, but it's because we have the Canadian Association.
0: Yeah, well we we had Toronto, Colorado, Dallas, FC Dallas, New York and Seattle. So we had five teams in there.
1: Yeah, so see it looks like Toronto got the Canadian spot.
0: Yeah, and then they just gave everything else to yeah. Uh the runner up Seattle and then the rest of the Where the
1: they? I What get a spot? Were they good? Were they good last year?
0: They just randomly drew them, dude. They were like, hey, Colorado, you want to play? Or did they win the Open Cup? Probably won the Open Cup, dude. Let me, let me try to verify this, dude.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it will, it will be interesting to see now that we have, like, you see a lot of MLS clubs standing head above shoulders of the rest of them. Because, um, I mean, you could say there are some weak teams um, right there in the in the team you just mentioned that that qualify for this year's tournament. And can you imagine next year if you have, you know, let's say another TFC, a New York City FC, Atlanta United, um, Sporting Kansas City, or maybe even LA-,
0: <laughs> LA Galaxy.
1: LA Galaxy, they can get their crap together. Cause right now I'd say they're, um, they're like a mid to top tier team, but not a top tier team yet. I mean, they were in last place last, last year for God's sake. So yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. Um, but they're not saying it right now.
0: Yeah, definitely not. not. Like,
1: not New York FC and Atlanta and Sporting are playing how every week you're expected to win. Right now for LA Galaxy, if, I mean, aside from the last two games, if they're at home, you would hope they're the favorite to win. But week in and week out, it's just like, you know, I guess we could win, maybe not. When you could for sure say, like, oh, yeah, if we lose – that's a huge failure. Yeah. So yeah. Right now so, I think you have New York and uh Atlanta setting that setting So
0: that. Siggy out.
1: Um I th- I, th- uh, I I would still give him a few more weeks um because it is it is you've got a lot of dynamics with Zlatan coming. Um but I don't know who's calling you- the shot now with Zlatan there. What are
0: you Slatan Z- runs LA dude? It's...
1: Dude, he took a corner kick. I mean, they scored, but I was like, why is Latan the guy that's, like, a foot taller than defenders, taking a freaking corner kick? <laughs>
0: yeah, dude. Uh, it's because he was like, you guys' service is crap. So we went. So Slatan <laughs> takes this.
1: Yeah. But look, he had an assist on goal.
0: Yeah. Uh, dude, so, well, I mean, finally, Gio scored.
1: So, yeah, he's, he's being – he's having an impact on every – Galaxy game, whether it's whether he's scoring the one scoring or being provider. So, I mean, what can you say other than, you know, you you tip your hat to him?
0: What can I say except you're welcome? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, uh, I would give Shiggy Schmidt until the summer window. And then if we're not playing good, you fire him and you bring someone else. in. Actually, I guess you could just fire him and leave uh, Dominic Kinnear in
1: charge. Oh, yeah. Man, I forgot he's there. Yeah. He's championships with Houston, right? Yeah,
0: dude. He's a, he's a beast, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad.
0: Yeah. Hey, but that's what I'm saying. You bring in some really good coaches. Is it is it the team or is it the Galaxy front office?
1: Well, I mean... You mean front office, like the the coaching and the staff? The,
0: the no, the yeah, the president and all that, not the coaching. Because what I'm saying is you you're getting good players, you you have a good coaching staff. So is there like behind the scenes stuff that is going on, like president, vice president, and all that?
1: Um, honestly, I think it's a little bit of a little bit of everything, because I think with the front office, the the thing that I would kind of be upset at them about is that this feels like. an an aging team trying to mix with, like, some young players, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I get you. you. You're not really, like, a fast team. You're not really, like, a slow possession team. You're kind of like an in-between team, and that's kind of the front office because they're the ones that are getting these players. And I think you have a coach that, because of the front office, they don't really know how to run the team. Uh, and then I think the team also doesn't know how to play together because it's just like, I don't think they know what to expect out of each other.
0: Yeah, uh, that's right? true.
1: Should I play this through ball? Should I play to your feet? Are we doing like a give and go? I don't think they really have, uh, I guess, an identity. Is what I'm they don't about.
0: have chemistry either. Yeah.
1: So All right. You need to get Lenny oh, Donovan back to straighten them out. Dude, I don't know what he's, he's doing in Mexico. He's not playing Leon anyways.
0: He's just partying down in Mexico, dude.
1: Literally, he's going to knock up another chick.
0: Probably, dude. It's okay. <laughs> then then the Mexicans will have a Donovan playing for them.
1: <laughs> dude, can you imagine <laughs> in the future? He's like, is he going to choose a U.S. or Mexico?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, dude, it would be Captain Mexico. <laughs> uh, el, el gringo Mexico. El gringo yeah. Mexicano.
1: Man, that'd be crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, David, uh, that's pretty much all I have to say this week. What about you?
1: Yeah, that's all I got, man. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you guys in check for next week and bring you guys some good stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh, don't forget to plug in our sponsor, man.
0: Adelie Athletic Company. Uh, the show is brought to you by them. wouldn't be able Wouldn't be possible without them.
1: Yeah, and uh, they just changed their logo because uh, Obi's getting sued by like twenty different companies.
0: <laughs> you wish, dude. But Change the logo.
1: Dress and a crown, right? And uh, what was that? You put like a unicorn with a crown and a pink pink flowers all everywhere. Yeah, you
0: know, it logo. says girl girl power. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned.
1: Yeah, the new the new logo looks sick, so it looks dope. So you guys check it out.
0: All right, guys. Thank you, and uh, stay tuned for next week. Peace.